Hi, and welcome to the 80th edition of Keen Minds. We're covering NBC's The Blacklist. We're in Season 6, Episode 17, The Third Estate. I'm Jen, a.k.a. Takata Cycle. And I'm Tessa. And this is our 80th episode. I can't believe this. I know. And hey, with a Season 7, we'll make it to 100. Yay! Amazing. So how did you like the episode? Uh, it was... I I have kind of mixed emotions about it, because the episode itself was good. I, I very much enjoyed it. had some nice twists. The writing was so much better than last week's. <laughs> and I, I felt like everybody was much more in character and, and solid on that. But I also felt a little let down, because we've been geared up for so long. You know, we've been gearing towards this third estate. It was supposed to be this huge thing. And then it was a red herring. And I loved it. I know, but I just I felt a little bit disappointed in that. I mean, I I understand like it's fine. I mean, because they do so many red herrings having having the task force and even red, you know, caught That's with a the red part herring. That I loved. Yeah, having them. I mean, like I think I'm just at this point like give me my answers. I want my answers. <laughs> See, I, I know where you're getting from, and, and maybe because I felt that I got more answers the, from where I'm sitting with my theory, I felt like I got a lot more answers than the majority of people. But I love the fact that Anna McMahon is capable of pulling one on red. Oh, yeah. I that, think that well done. That that definitely sets her up to be, what was it Red called her, a much, a much worthier opponent or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved that comment, must be the red hair. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, all red. Someone, um, I put the quote on Tumblr, and someone <laughs> reblogged it with a picture of Wrestler looking up in the GIF, and I was like, that's, aw, that's fun. <laughs> well, the, he's also said, it's not the first thing that he said something about redhead. When oh. he was locked up with Tom, he said, next time you lock me up with someone, make sure that he's a redhead with a... <laughs> A friendly uh, demeanor and a nice smile. Aww. So, yeah, not the first time. No, Red, red has a thing for redheads. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah. The- oh, overall, I thought it was a really well done episode. I was just. I have some nitpicky little things um, because it's me. And. <laughs> um, I also kind of had the same feeling. You remember back when we had the bug man? Um, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, General Shiro. Mm-hmm. And I made the comment that I felt like it was kind of bizarre. It, it seemed like it was too much of a coincidence that they were actually able to get to this guy. Like the thing, the path that we followed to get to him seemed very much like a, like, there were too many coincidences allowing them to get there. Um, it, it didn't, what do you mean? Well, he... Red went to the guy in the in the uh, insane asylum and said, you know, they're trying to... You know, I need to know where, your, where our mutual friend mm-hmm. would, would get this. It needs to be subtle. It needs to be this. Mm-hmm. It needs to be that. Who would he go to? And he said General Shiro. Mm-hmm. And... Then the bug guy, who was supposedly General Shiro, was not necessarily like someone that was just up for hire. He was—he had a very specific oh, 
goal yeah, in mind, I... and it just it didn't quite match up to what was being said earlier. It didn't feel like, and I feel like the third estate was very much. Now, granted, they got the third estate from I, I guess not as much of that because they did get the third estate from the the list, and Anna withheld it to keep it from them. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I guess it matched up a little better. It was her her intentionally leading them that way to get them away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, I, see, I never feel that with General Shearer because General Shearer had a lab that was pretty expensive to create his super box. So I imagine that he had been outsourcing little assassinations uh, for a while in order to get there. I still say that kind of stuff would have been in the news nonstop, though. People coughing up bugs. I mean, that's... I don't think that that, that he would have given them that bug because he seemed to that he just developed that one. But I'm, I'm sure there is plenty other ways of killing with bugs. I guess, maybe. Mm. I, I don't... Honestly, I try not to think about bugs very often, not early. Yeah, I don't think anybody <laughs> would. I mean, I'm sure that there is some horrendous things that you can do with bugs. I mean, they're kind of yucky diseases. Well, they are nature's cleanup crew. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and, but I have a thing for for um, um, beetles. I, I've always disliked beetles enormously. They, they just give me the heebie-jeebies. So that episode was yucky. I, I felt this one was, was well done because I love when somebody put one on red. And I love that red, instead of getting frustrated, he's like, Oh, this is so much more fun. Well, I mean, it was kind of like, uh, you know, kind of like when his his mentor pulled one on mm-hmm. him and he said, all right, take the picture, you mm-hmm. know. It's... I've always never been convinced that he actually did not have I'm to not either. Bold. Yeah, I'm not either. But still, I'm saying, you know, if we take it at what we've seen in canon and what's, you know, t- take our theories out of it, take, you know, our readings out of it and what we were presented with with canon – it's the same general thing of, yep. oh, well, okay, someone actually got one over on me. I'm proud. Yeah. yeah. You know. Oh, this is fun. Now I have a worthy adversary that I they can be fun well, I mean, to do. Red, Red is an incredibly intelligent human being that is always, you know, four or five steps ahead of everybody else. To be fair, that has to get boring at points. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. So, as I said, I never tire of being right. When have I been wrong? Um, my knowledge of human of uh, uh, of uh, human psychology amazes is even me. <laughs> yeah, he's also not shy about singing his own praises. I I do have to wonder though. Um, now, some of the some of the kids that were involved in it, I, I did like the twist that it was. The ch- like the nobody was acting, you know, the kids weren't getting killed. They were the ones or- more or less orchestrating the kidnapping, quote unquote, kidnappings. Mm-hmm. But in some of them, I mean, that's that's very much a thing that, you know, if they have something against their parents, they don't match up well, that they're trying to stick one to the to the man you think in that's many what ways. It was? Oh, yeah, very much so. Oh, um, I didn't get that idea at well, all. Well, then, were, were you getting the fact that there were so many of the children there that were supposedly either dead oh, or no, no, been no, 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 no. I got that. I I got that as soon as they killed that kid. I said, "That's he's not dead." Yeah, that's it. Was staged. It was very staged. Yeah. But 
but they were Plus, i mean they, was, they were taking orders they were taking orders from the guy that reddington was shooting the pillow out of. and by the way that guy would not have been able to hear a thing after that first shot his his left eardrum would have been blown and then the second shot would have blown the right one that close to his face i was like well someone didn't know anything about guns <laughs> or i guess um, you get very good of reading lips when you're um, when you have a gun in your face yeah maybe um but yeah i i got the impression that he was the one giving the orders down and the the assumption is the only thing that would make sense to me is that the kids were going along with it because basically they were going to make daddy pay literally you know um and get one over on him and so mm -hmm. i mean that was what i had the blonde kid that that ended up going to and getting questioned in the mm -hmm. in the post office they said you know you knew your father wasn't going to pay you didn't feel like he wanted you know cared if you came home or not and so you this is the path you took i didn't get that impression with the girl at the racetrack, though, who was apparently involved in it and just hadn't been, quote-unquote, kidnapped yet. I mean, she seemed very much like the epitome of the trust fund baby, spoiled brat, you know? I mean, if she was playing a part, then she was playing it really well. And mm -hmm. so I'm trying to figure out how someone like her would have been involved and... You know, where I, the other kids fell. I, I felt it was a different thing. I couldn't tell. I have a feeling this might come back. Even though the kids, because they were sending the money to someone. And, but, so it wasn't for them. So I had a feeling that these kids are somehow involved in this whole thing. I think that Anna McMahon doesn't know, and he chose that one just to give them. Because I also got the impression that the father who refused to pay the the ransom was on it. When when the song comes out and they cross in this, uh, you know, he's he's being led uh, by in handcuffs, and the father is there, and they exchange a look. The father had this tiny, tiny little smile on his face. See, I didn't get that at all. I, I watched again because it was like, is that really there? But I got to say, even on a secondary watch, I saw it there. So I don't know. I think that the father is somehow involved in that. Um, I think that his job was to make everybody else pay because, hey, look what happened to my kid. So I had a feeling that the father and the son were both in, in there. But he, um, talked the, he talked the other family yeah. out of it. I mean, he was the one that pushed for them not to to pay anything. So how would that fit in? But they paid. They, he mm -hmm. trusted them not to work with the FBI, not not to pay. No, he, said, he you told have them to not to pay. He was telling them not to pay. Yeah, and then they talk and they say, we're going to do everything. We just don't want you in there. Um, one of the things that I like about this episode was that we finally get a ram in the field without Samar. And I love the way that they got him to be so... He's like, I don't care if I die. I don't care. I mean, he's how now has that attitude that Red had. I got nothing to lose. Yeah. And so when I'm going for something, I'm going 100%. And I'd love to see that. 
Yeah. And by the way, I'd just like to say, whatever, you know, skills training Aram went through, he learned some hand-to-hand combat skills there. I mean, he was Yay! he was going to town with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he ended up with a gun. Yeah. And our little nerds growing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And that so, was a, that was a fun thing. Uh, yeah, I, I really liked what they did with Aram there. I mean, they, they allowed him to lean into what he's good at, you know, with, with, you know, going in and looking into the systems and everything, but also allowed him to shine, like you just said, you know, in field work. And so no problem with lying about it. No problem with getting getting in and getting his hands dirty. No fear of death. It's it's definitely a shift for Aram. Yeah. So I, I don't know exactly what we would land. I mean, what do the kids know? I guess that that's a, a matter for another episode if they're going to retake that. Or it may have been just a very well done red herring by Anna. I found interesting that Anna McMahon got a boss seemed to be the Secret Service guy who seemed to have a very lowly uh, job. But he seems to be pulling the shots over her. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, or I think least. that I think that. The Secret Service guy is is the president's right hand man, and so because Diaz and I I don't remember the Secret Service guy's name. Um, I think they've given it once because mm-hmm. it was on IMBD, but I can't recall it right now. Me but neither. I mean they they were the way that they were talking a few episodes ago struck me as they don't really trust Anna, not fully. And, but they do trust each other. And so I get the impression, you know, that, that the Secret Service guy is Diaz's fixer. That he, he's his go-to guy. And um, regardless, I mean, and, and I may be wrong. He may be the one pulling the strings. I mean, it may be that Anna and, and this guy are involved with the Cabal or what have you, whoever's behind the scenes here. Who do you think it is? I think it's the cabal because I think that that has been quiet for far too long and it's too big of a looming matter that has too many unresolved, supposedly, mm-hmm. you know, hanging threads to not get tied up. If they don't go back to the cabal by the end of the seventh season, I'm going to be both very angry and very frustrated with them. <laughs> no, I are, think that they're they're I, going right there. I I can't imagine they won't. There, there are just way too many hanging threads from that that I think that they'll tie up. Mm-hmm. And so... I, it just it goes back to the fact that the pacing on this show is different than the pacing on any other television show you'll find. It it has more of a feature sort of pacing to it, except for the fact that it's seven seasons worth of <laughs> one long feature. That's <laughs> a very long movie. Um, but I mean, it's just it's a you have to wait a little bit longer. Where where normal TV shows will wrap up a storyline much quicker blacklist has always looked like they're leaving things wide open mm. um and so i mean th- there are some things that i have no faith that they'll go back to mostly because they killed the character whose story it is so i don't mm-hmm. think they will but things like the cabal i have every faith in them that they'll go back to it and, and we'll, we'll see more on it so yeah. that's my personal opinion is i think that if it's Anna working for them, if it's the Secret Service guy, if it's Diaz, whoever it is, I think it's the cabal pulling the strings. Mm-hmm. Me too. I think that there is no way that we are not going back there. Um, boy, Cooper had a nice, a couple of uh, nice moments there. 
He did. I loved him taking the phone away from the, uh, from the, um, uh, HRT? The swag guy? Yeah. Um, and, and, and the guy, are you sure that was the right move? I think it was the only move. And so it's, Cooper has an incredible amount of knowledge and history in which he's built his, every everything he knows off of. I mean, he's been here. He's done this. He yep. knew how, exactly how to handle it, and it's shown there. So... That that takes us to um, wrestler. Go, I was gonna say you might get a rest next. Yeah, let's go in wrestler because wrestler has been doing quite well with uh, with is. investigation. I'm, I'm proud of him. I just don't want him to get hurt. <laughs> I'm a little defensive. I feel like I'm like standing back with a bat, threatening anybody that wants to hurt rest. <laughs> yeah, I mean at this point, is like wrestler don't go at Dom's. Oh. Please don't. That's not a good idea. Well, we've seen photo or uh, you know clips of Liz at Dom's again. So I'm wondering if she's gonna finally catch him in the act, and he's not gonna be able to slip around it, and they'll go together or something. I have more faith for him if he goes with Liz than if he goes alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I love the fact that his investigation into into Tim Keen. By the way, uh, Keen and Keen, yeah, it I, threw me so bad when when he called him Mister King, and I'm like, I had to back it up. I was doing my rewatch this morning, and I'm sitting there, and my iPad's going, and I'm you know watching it and doing stuff, and I turned around, I hit the back button, I went, did he say Keen or King, and it's the same root. It means the same. Means king, uh, king. So it is interesting that we have Tim King and Tom King. Um, so that was, you know, funny. I I thought it was one of those details. <laughs> Whenever they use a name, names mean stuff. Yep. Typically do. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was. I'm not sure how much I trust. The widower right now because mm-hmm. it seemed like a pretty thin excuse of him calling him back with more information later. I mean, like for one, okay, so let's say he forgot about it. Who forgets about their wife having a uh, child uh, that that she's uh, separated from? I don't. Th- yeah, I don't. I didn't buy that he forgot for a second. I think that he. But who hides it? Like it- no, wait. wait. Wait, I don't think he hid it. I think that she he knew that the wife didn't want that name mentioned that that daughter mentioned. It yeah, like but then why business. call back? I because he researched the name. He said I looked the name oh, and she's okay. a Russian Maybe uh, spy a and a traitor and so they were I think that that was what prompted him to look up and say, Listen, I found this. So, do you believe that the story that then Virginia and Katerina um, had a little tiff? Uh, no, <laughs> I think there's a reason that that Virginia didn't want to talk about it. It's because the more you have to talk about it, the more you have to keep the lies straight. Mm-hmm. And so it was a whole lot easier for her to say we don't speak it's anymore. Too yeah, it's too painful. Don't ask. You know, I'm not even. I, I was on the fence about her being dead until he talked about her being in hospice. 
Mm-hmm. And so... I well, just... you know, in this show, we are... With this episode, we are oh, we're uh, on 29 fake death. <laughs> so, you know, at this point, unless I see the head explode or roll off... Eh. You know, I, I have a, an old friend that we used to do a lot of co-writing together, and our joke was always we could bring anybody back from the dead, reasonably so, as long as their head is still attached to their neck. And uh, that's, honestly, this is that type of show. You you can reasonably, with the doppelgangers that they've had, even, even if someone's on a slab in the morgue, you could theoretically bring them back because there are enough doppelgangers, enough precedents with that, you and can bring masks. them back. And, and face yeah, masks. Well, that's like right, you're going to notice that the fa- you're going to see whether the guy is a real guy now. I know. Are you, are you looking for the, the tattoos and the scars? You know, I mean, I don't think Cooper was quite turning Tom over there. But that's just what helps me sleep at night. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that it, there is reasons. There is reasons to think that while not probable, it is feasible. Definitely um, feasible. Yeah, I, I wasn't... I thought that the guy was like, ah, you have no business in running into my wife. I'm not entirely sure that she's alive because, again, that's, you know, that's dying in a very convenient moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's as old as she was in the fat, unless he's in on it, saying that she died in hospital. Now, that's a possibility if... If he found out who she was and she said, people are closing in, I need to disappear. This is the story you get to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that that's totally reasonable for this show. <laughs> Not reasonable in a lot of shows, but in this show, that's totally reasonable. Because yeah. we do know that there is an actress that plays Katarina's mother because Lottie's been posting pictures of her. But mm-hmm. we're also getting a flashback episode so she could come up there. So. Yeah. It's. I, I think that's what it, what it is, um, and definitely because we haven't seen an actress uh, being cast at least uh, within in the eighties f- to play Katrina's mother now. So the yeah. actress that is playing her is in their fifties, so that corresponds to what, what she would have been in nineteen ninety. So that seems that seems okay. That seems reasonable. Um, but I didn't buy at all that the the Katerina and her were strained. I think that they had means of communication. Uh, we learned a lot of stuff. We learned um, that Dom's cabin is in upstate New York, so that puts a little more thing in one more pin in my map, and that's I'm happy about that. Yeah, I um, always just assumed he was in like Maryland. I don't know why yeah. I had Maryland in my head, but. Um, Me too. But that's that's where I assumed probably because that's where wrestlers family cabin was. Yeah. But the only one little detail that kept me out of like, this doesn't seem like is this close was that when Aram went to see Red, he said he took the entire day off. Remember, Reza said he took the day off as a personal day and he went to the entire day. So this is it's really interesting, especially if for some reason they communicate that Red had been there. I don't know how they're going to manage that. I can't wait for the next episode. I'm super excited. Um, And the other thing that I found extremely interesting is the fact that Virginia in that picture had dark hair. So that to me is a uh uh-huh. 
you know, for those of you who believe in Carlerina, Jen is not one of them. <laughs> she doesn't believe in it. Um, uh, it's like, yep, I knew that. And there is a reason when, when they show us Vanessa Cruz, she starts the, sh the episode as a redhead with blue or green eyes. And then they show us taking off the wig, taking off the, the uh, contacts, and then she's a redhead. I mean, it makes sense. You're, you will not hide with the same color hair. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've seen the show The Americans, but they're constantly switching out. I mean, it, it's a show about two undercover agents um, with the KGB back in the 80s. And they're constantly switching wigs and, you know, I mean, obviously not dyeing hair as much just because that's more permanent. But with Katarina, I mean, she could very easily have dark hair and dye her hair and keep it that way. If she was good enough and regular enough with it, nobody would know the difference. Well, People think I'm a natural redhead yeah. all the time. <laughs> Constantine travel a lot yeah. and she was in and out because mm -hmm. Red says you, she lived on and off in uh, with with Constantine. So it was easy. You do it for a couple of months, you stay there, you dye your hair, you keep dyeing it. And you think that a guy, you tell him, hey, I don't know, I feel prettier in in uh, as a redhead. The guy's going to say, how weird. Are you a spy? Yeah, nobody's going to think that. Yeah. I mean, just... Or I have contacts all the time. Oh, I don't know. You look so pretty to me, especially Katerina. You know, I'm sure that she would say whatever and people would believe her. Yeah, and but having Wrestler on that path is, has been really good. And you've made this comment several times over because he's the one that's not emotionally. I mean, he is emotionally invested in that, you know, this is his partner. He cares about her. He wants to know what's happening. But he's following the facts with this which is getting him to where he needs to go on it. And he's probably the most likely to get there because of that. Yeah, because he's following things logically. Um, because at this point, Liz could have done so many things logically. Like, she had a DNA test between her and Red. She could just call the company and say, I need a copy of the report. She could um, get a copy of that and, and compare it to the sample from C-Duke. Um, I mean, because to be fair, <laughs> it's not like their history shows DNA tests to be incredibly reliable. I mean, because there was one buried deep in uh, in Katarina's files that showed her to be Constantine's daughter. I mean, so Katarina faked one. And then, so you know, so why you wouldn't want to run a bunch of DNA tests and look at all of them side by side to mm -hmm. figure out wh how many line up, you know, a certain way? I mean, yep. why would you just And you had Jennifer. One? Yeah, you had Jennifer there. How about just running a little thing, make sure that you really are? sisters or half-sisters yeah. and on which side because they're maternal DNA and paternal DNA just to make sure you know that we're who we're talking about um so but I think that that people forget that when you're so deeply embedded in something you don't you don't think about those things you're you're emotionally involved they become the I mean look at Liz saying she's convinced she was kidnapped from Russia because Dom told her that she saw she was seen with Katerina in Russia when she was three. And she took that in, and she has never made the connection that her memories are from Cape Breton in Canada. So for her, her 
she's, you know, all those things that you're certain, like when you're a kid and, and you think this thing and then somebody comes and tells you, no, that's not true. You never live there. You live somewhere else. And you go like, no, 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 I remember. No, you don't. You think you do because you're being told or whatever, but that didn't happen. So I think that Liz is, is easy to, to get emotional about these things. What is it Constantine said back in season four that how unreliable a, a child's memories are? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been a constant thing here. Not only was she a child, but she's also had her memories altered at least once and probably twice. That's, that's going to leave residue. It's going to yeah. leave. And traumatic events yeah, it's, on its, its own. Yeah. Exactly. It's going to leave issues with your mind. And she had already issues, given who she was the daughter of. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> she came by it naturally. Yeah, I mean, for, for all that people say that Katerina was such a loving mother, she actually looked very weird, acted very weird, very distant. I mean, that scene with the bracelet seemed uh, almost like a goodbye to me, to Liz. People say she was a loving mom. A lot of people say that she was a loving mom, loved her mother very much. That's a base of the Riverina theory, that somebody will oh. give up their gender identity and go from being pretty Katerina into, I mean, you know, ready is a, a handsome guy, but come on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never, I don't think we have enough reliable narration mm-hmm. to make that claim that Katerina was a good solid mom i think she was a spy and that within itself you know i mean i i would say tom was a good dad for what he was able to do uh i mean now was i mean the man literally got so fixated on someone being at their door that he was downstairs and out the door before he realized oh crap i just left my infant daughter upstairs i mean Mm -hmm. that's but that's a very much that type of character, an operative, someone that they fixate, they focus, and they get the job done. Katarina, Mm -hmm. to me, in, in, um, oh, what was the episode with, with Kate? Rec Room, thank you. Um, In Rec Room, I, I got the impression that she told Kate, do not love her because she didn't, she didn't want someone out doing her. Yeah, then a lot of people think that. I I got a very different impression of that. Yeah, you you and I talked about it at the time, but yeah. I mean that was kind of the impression I got from her that, and I, I think yours was always the not to get emotionally invested so that she wouldn't make bad decisions, wasn't it? Wasn't that what you said? Yes. Which yeah. also lines up with you know being a well, it, it it's like love without all the fact is a very dangerous emotion. Mm-hmm. Because it makes you do things that you think you're doing them in the for the right reasons, and they end up being for all the wrong reasons, because you don't have the facts. Yep. Well, um, I mean, Tom got himself killed because he was trying to protect Liz and get the yeah. facts, but because the person with the facts refused to hand anything over to either him, who really didn't necessarily deserve to know, or to Liz, who did deserve to know. You know, it ended up getting Tom either killed or at least, you know, supposedly killed. Um, and Red almost bit the dust because of the same thing. Secrets. Yeah. This is the theme of the of past season and this season. Secrets put people in harm's way. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I think Katarina probably loved Liz in her own way. Just like I think Red loves mm-hmm. Liz in his own way. That doesn't necessarily mean that 
It makes them a healthy way. Yeah, good, healthy, loving parents. It means that they are complicated people, very layered characters, and they're struggling through things. If they're good, if they're bad, things are not black and white in this show. We play deeply Mm -hmm. in the gray. So I think it's a little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, But even that scene, I mean, do you remember that bracelet scene when she's she's burying the time capsule that Liz finds? Didn't you find her odd there? I found it odd that Liz remembered it because she had her memories wiped. And just by being there, it struck up a memory. I mean, so... But I, I don't think that she had the memory wipe at all. It, she, the memories of the fire. And that, in turn, eliminated the memories of everything before. But, I mean, how many of the things do you remember at age four? I actually remember quite a few. My okay. memory's a weird thing. <laughs> You're I, a weird thing. You're I, a weird woman. I am a weird woman. <laughs> I'm aware of this. <laughs> I just take pride in it by this point in my life. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good thing to do. I can't remember what I had for breakfast, but I can remember what happened when I was two years old. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I find it very interesting, that picture. I mean, going back to the picture, is that that we're seeing a dark-haired woman. Um, that definitely doesn't seem like Russia. Um that that house and I honestly I'm I'm getting all kind of vibes that that do you think that let me put it this way do you think that Virginia and Dom had been married or stayed together f- until until 1990? I don't know. Um, I think we're going to need to know more about Virginia. I also Virginia is not exactly a Russian name, is it? No, I mean most of the the IMBD has her a Lena Volkova. Okay, um, but I I don't know. Uh, it could be that it could be that they did. It could be that they are still married. Who knows? I mean, I I find it interesting that Dom doesn't say. You know, you you took my entire family because you. You, um, you know, it's like first, first Katerina and then Masha, but nothing about the wife. So I'm tending to believe that that little snippet that they separated when she was in her 40s tend to be right, which would have been 1980. Yeah, I mean, but then you'd have a very similar, you know, if you don't look into um, to Carlarina, you know, if, you, if you're like me and you believe Carla's Carla and, and Katerina's Katerina. Mm-hmm. And then it'd be a very similar sort of situation to Red and, and Carla with that, you know, I loved her once and now it's more, you know, I see her more as a sister. I mean, because it seems like Dom is still helping her or was at least when that letter was sent. At least in um, communication. It it could be, and I'm going to go back to the Americans again. Um, the the storyline in the Americans was that they were Russian agents sent over undercover in America. And the two of them, it's a, it's a husband and wife duo, but the two of them didn't know each other before they were sent over. And they were, they basically were married and sent uh, so they could blend in. And so it could have been something along those lines with Dom and... Virginia. You, you know, still the, think that that Dom is a Russian? Is is a KGB agent, a Russian agent? Could be. I mean, that that's what we've been told. Um, that's. I I don't see anything necessarily to disbelieve it. Um, 
How but, about that fake Russian agent he put on when Liz was there, but doesn't exist otherwise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did notice that. Um, he always has had a little bit of an accent, though. It was just much, more Irish. See, you've said that, and I, I don't, not necessarily to me. Mother of God. Is that nappies? Strictly n- nappies, nappies. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's. It's kind of one of those sit back and wait. Um, I'm yeah. not sold that he's Russian, but I'm also not sold that okay, he's not Okay, I'm going yet. on record to say that that Dom is British or at least a UK citizen. Um, and that um, Katerina's mom is the Russian and the spy. Um, and I think that she was the original Leander because... A guy with a code name Oleander would be like a guy with a code name Rose. <laughs> Weird. I mean, there's so many other names. At least keep your gender straight. Uh, Rose and Violet. Yeah, and Rose and Violet, one has a big mustache and the other one is like 220 pounds and about six foot wide pure muscle. It doesn't quite look good. I mean, Violet and no. Um, and oleander is like gross. It's the name of a flowering bush and the name of a flower. So I think that both Red and Katerina had a Russian mother married to a non-Russian father. It's possible. I think we'll find out a lot in, in episode mm. 19. I have I a kid so. about that. Is that the whole story will probably be given from the point of view of Dom and that leaves us in, that's what Dom knows or what Dom says. <laughs> well, I don't expect to know it all after 19 because they have an entire, you know, last season to, yeah. you know, write and film. But I I do hope we're going to get, th- those flashback episodes tend to... Advance the mythology Yes, a lot. we get a lot of depth with those. and mm-hmm. And so I'm very excited for next week. Very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that that um that Katerina that Katerina's mother uh left and took another identity after she um faked her death and probably was helped um by by her mom. I think that's when she took that identity, Virginia Lopatin. Lopatin is a Russian a Russian, a couple of Russian cities of that name, and by the way, it means spade. So, um, that's fun. <laughs> so fun, fun, uh, fun things ahead. Um, I, I'm, I really like the way they've taken Wrestler into this investigation. Um, and um, I also love the teletransportation. I mean, boy, I would like to have that, the blacklist uh, transportation methods because he goes everywhere so fast. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm convinced they have wormholes they travel through. <laughs> teleportation. It's, it's real in the blacklist, apparently. Um, yeah, it drives me crazy. <laughs> um, he was in upstate New York. He was in Illinois. It was great. Like, I mean, I understand that he's got a private plane, but that doesn't, doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that, yeah. Anyway, um, it still takes time. Uh, let's talk about Red and Dembe. Yeah, and Liz, because honestly, all three of them right now are very interwoven. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, so what, what do you think about Dembe right now? 
I honestly think that when that he did not set the appointment for Rudiger because he was afraid that Red was going to kill him, and I think that he shows up and tells Red, "I, I, it was Liz who did it, and I'm walking out of here," or he would refuse to say, "I know who it is. It wasn't any of the people that the, none of your associates was was it, and I'm walking out of here." Um, I think that this is the crisis. It was interesting that, however, one of the things that he said was that up until then he had felt that they, what they were doing were saving the lives of innocent people, and he no longer felt that. Yeah, I mean, because it's not like, I mean, unless the innocent people... It's hard to say, because, I mean, yeah, they were by working with the task force... Um, but that's, maybe that's what he was talking about, or protecting Liz, you know, as an innocent person, and depending on if Red knows that Katarina's alive, and if Dimbe knows, I mean, th there are several people outside of just the natural, the task force does this thing, um, because they are What do you mean the task force does this thing? Uh, you know, going after, going after the blacklisters, because they're still doing that. They're still protecting innocent people by taking out, I mean, Anna McMahon made the, the statement, you know, they took domestic terrorists off the streets. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, so they're still, they're still making, you know, winning on that level, you know, that, that they're protecting innocent people. I don't know if... That's what he was referring to. If there's some other innocent person or persons that he was referring to, and we're just supposed to go to the natural, you know, task force situation, mm. or if the if it boils down to, you know, Red is killing people now that have nothing to do that he doesn't yeah. have to kill, and he's becoming obsessed with his secret. And, and I think and that that. He, that that tips the scales for Dembe. I, yeah. I mean, he is certainly a. Moral... I think Smokey tipped the scales. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, because then who's next? Even if Dembe is not worried for himself, he is still a moral man. He's a good man at heart, and he's been trying to quote unquote save Red's soul. And I think that he feels like he's losing himself in the process, and that's that's what his um. But his mom said was that, you know, don't lose your own soul for sticking this out. You know, th this is your own personal battle sort of thing. So, um, but, and that's what I think Dembe is, is looking at right now is, has he, have the tail, has, have the scales tipped so much that he is losing himself trying to save Red? When, well, when Red may or may not be able to be saved. But by now he had seen uh, Tom killed, the down spiral that Liz went on, uh, the fact that Agnes had been sent away from her mother and is growing now without both mother and father. Uh, that Honestly, I think, I think we can look a back. Second... We can look back as far as Kate. I think he started having issues when, when Red shot Kate. Yeah. I mean, definitely, he, he said there is no salvation for that. Um, and, and ever since, I mean, Bass died because of Kate. Mm -hmm. um, he, the, there, is, there is this, this down spiral, and then, and then when 
he asked Brett, I mean, why can't you be honest with, with Liz? And he said, I don't know. And even after everything that's been lost, he doesn't know. So at this point, I I have a feeling that Dembe doesn't know 100% because he told Vesco that ever since him, he doesn't trust anybody 100%. So I wouldn't be surprised if there are things that he has kept from Dembe too. But Dembe knows enough to know that the secrets he's keeping from Liz are giving Liz a lot of of an of anxiety and and driving her and giving her pain. And I think that that is getting to a point where he sees what is happening is just that they're going to destroy one another. Yeah. Well, I mean, they came close already between the the way Liz went at it right after she found out Tom was dead when she woke up and came back. I mean, they they both left when Samara was in trouble to go after the bones. And mm-hmm. Liz Liz made the comment later. She was like, I shouldn't have done that. You know, my priorities weren't straight. And Cooper absolved her of sorts, of the, the guilt mm-hmm. of that in saying that he understood. Red's never said that. Red's never seemed to have an issue with the fact that he's gone that far. And we've talked well, he about... He was it. having fun at that time. Yeah. It we, was like a game. I'll get there first. Exactly. And I mean, I'll give you a ride, but I won't. So see you he's, there. He's incredible. He was incredibly flippant and honestly terrible to a grieving woman. I mean, especially one that thought that he was her father to be that kind of, that's one of the issues I've had with red for a long while now is how cruel he's been to her on that. Um, it, and, it is, uh, it, he has become taking this God complex mm-hmm. a little too far. I mean, it's like now he must be obeyed just because he says so. Um, what happened to Tom? Well, he he deserved it because he didn't listen to me. He died because he didn't listen to me. You know, this is adults we're talking about, not a little kid that says, well, you fell down the well because you didn't. I told you not to go there and you did. Um, and, and, and so I think that that Red, that, that twisted thing that Red has is that he, really doesn't get the point about giving people free will and he has taken it a little too far. He's a sociopath. Um, yeah. I, and and I don't know that he started that way, but he's certainly becoming that way. He he mentioned that he's every time he kills somebody, his soul he loses a little bit of their soul. And by now he has killed associate. He has killed he you know he he locked them all up in a in a in a freezer. Um, in uh, when he was uh, in 415, uh, he killed Kate. And, and, and granted, I have my things about Kate. I think Kate was always had everything ready in case that he needed to go after Red. Um, again, maybe there were other ways to deal with Kate that wasn't shooting her. I think he shot her out of anger. Yeah. Same way as he shot Anslo Garrick, and he didn't learn that if you're going to shoot somebody out of rage, you have to make sure first that you actually want to kill them, and second that you that they are dead. Check the pulse. Yeah, that's a good thing, <laughs> especially because when people come back with a, something in their eye and a bullet, they tend to be mad as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I said about Smokey. That I felt like if he if he felt like if Red felt like Smokey needed to die for it, like just shoot him and check the pulse. Don't throw him out of a plane. You know, it's yeah. I mean, it it Red is definitely losing it, and and 
he's always been like this, but the spiral, this seems like the Vam episode where he was mm-hmm. drunk and making them sing. He seems like he keeps going and going, and he seems in such a great mood. You would think that anybody who have basically cheated death, he was seconds away from getting a lethal injection, and you would go and think, you know what, maybe this is my opportunity <laughs> to make some changes in my life because... After all, I got my second chance. Liz told me that she loves me. Not Red. Maybe that's good. No, instead we're going to go on something that I know that Red knows who I... betrayed him. If it wasn't Liz alone, he knows she was working with, with Jennifer. And that actually segues perfectly into what I was going to follow this up with. The I think after this episode, we, we discussed last week if we thought that Red knew it mm-hmm. was Liz or not. And the you made the comment you thought that he's trying to push Dembe into telling him by basically torturing him with other people's deaths on his conscience. Um, and as I was watching this episode Friday night and Dembe and Liz are talking in Liz's office, Mm -hmm. the way red walked in and asked about Rudiger right after that. I mean, it was, it was either, Convenient writing or Red Nose, and I refuse to believe that they are that convenient there. I think that Red Nose. And Basically, they, he's telling he's, he's telling Dembe in this hearing, Rudiger is next. Yeah, and he's playing them. He's playing them both, and he's he's playing this terrible game like he was with the Bones. It's he's gotten twisted up. He's he doesn't have the same respect for life or other people's well beings or their you know, mental or emotional or spiritual health. I mean, he just, he's gone so far and so dark at this point that, uh, you know, I kind of with Dembe. I'm not, you know, it's starting to get to the point. When, when, is he coming back? Well, I, I think that, that he has got so into like, okay, so this, the, it, the lives I got to say are the innocent people, the general public, whatever it is. And meanwhile, he's losing the friends. Um, he's losing, like, he saved Cooper's life at the very last second, and Cooper saved him. Now they're even. But it wouldn't have gone amiss to say thank you. Yeah. To hear him say thank you. Um, instead, Red gave a ginormous party and started cleaning house and killing people. And I understand about a, a, a lot of these things. But, look, for example, there were so many people that have died in the stuff that he has done. And it's funny because when they had K go at him, K became like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, K shot Bass. Well, I mean, that's... That is, I think, what where we were seeing Liz go in trying to fight him. And that Jennifer said, basically, you're giving up your soul to get this. And she finally put the brakes on. And, I mean, but we saw her building her own army. You know, we, we joke about Red's yeah. army. She was starting to build her own army. She was starting to think like him on a deeper level than she ever did before. To the point that she was pulling it over on him. Yeah. And I think... Uh, you know, people have talked about how she's she's flip-flopped again. I said, I think it freaked her out. Once yeah. she finally admitted to herself, this is where I'm going with it. Everything that I do despise about this man, I'm becoming that. Well, and we had an episode in which the daughter takes over the twisted mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. 
who may have started thinking, you know what, gambling ruins lives. Now you're becoming a total sociopath. Yeah. And because so. maybe, I mean, you have no right of, of making that decision for another family. You may not like the gambler in your life or get rid of it or don't marry him or whatever or her. But why would you take somebody's father or somebody's husband just because you deemed them to be a gambler well, and therefore unable to live? There are plenty of people in this world that feel like they are just so much more intelligent, so much better on whatever level they think that they're better on, that they are capable and have every right to make decisions for other people. We see it all the time in every walk of life. I mean, in, in this show, we've seen it with Red again and again the and ethicist. again. Yeah, the exactly. ethicist was making exactly, exactly that. I'm making the determination that your life is worth this so I can do the other thing. He did it with math. Some people do it with, you know... Moral in, issues. Intellectual. Um, there are all sorts of things that people feel that they are... Superior, better, at, at determining exactly. the destinies of others. Exactly. And, and, and it, you know, in a way, you get the, the good side of that. You know, the, the ones that save all these people. And, the, you know, the, 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 the in the front, they didn't end up humanity. And the darker side of that is the ethicist, is the daughter taking over the gamblers. And, and that and that balance of dark and evil is the, and, and, and light and, and good, it, it's where we seem to be going there. I mean, Rhett seems to be going into this mm -hmm. gut complex. Yeah. But, I mean, we've always seen him toy with that in which he feels like mm -hmm. people should abide by his his yeah. way of doing things without question. He's done it with Liz since day one. Tom kept fighting back on it, and that's one of the reasons that they hated each other as much as they did for so long was because he'd tell Tom, do such and such, and Tom went, mm, I don't think so. I'm going to yeah. go do such a... Yeah, I'm going to go do the direct opposite, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you marry Liz because you fell in love with her, but that's beside the point. I, I I told you that your job was to keep an eye on her, not marry her. It's like, I fell in love with That's not an excuse. Says <laughs> I, the loved, guy I who, loved that comment. Are yeah. you ever going to let this go? <laughs> Just... uh, and so... I I love what he, they're building in Red, and mm -hmm. I love the fact that they build and build and build until now Red is going to be alone. And I think that it's interesting that they did it after Liz told him that he lo she loves him because as a diverse, I mean, Liz is not Dembe. Liz will betray Red. She has done it before, and she will do it again. And when Red said, you remind me of my mother, that's what he meant. You mean of, of her mother? Yes. Yeah. You remind me of your mother. She told him when he was in jail. And I think it is the betrayal. The mm -hmm. I mean, he already gave him up when he had the FBI take him and refuse to work. And in the task force, um, he's, he's done it a variety of times. Yeah. And, I mean, that's... That's part of what makes the relationship interesting is the back and forth, the kind of cat and mouse. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'll be interesting in the fact that when Kate basically took away everybody close to him, it was done by force. Right now, he's going to end up driving everyone away. He's driving Dembe away. 
you know, these people that are brand new to their loyalty to him, relatively, you know, compared to someone like Dembe, but you have Hetty and Vante mm-hmm. and these people that are fairly new on board, they're going to start looking. I mean, what happens when Hetty finds out Smokey got thrown out of a plane? I mean, she wasn't his biggest fan, but she knew the man. She'd worked mm-hmm. with the man. She worked well with him when they finally stopped squabbling like siblings. And there's nothing to say that Hetty won't get or come up too because she was doing the book. She had to know mm-hmm. that something was going on. Yep. Um, and, and that's the thing is even if they don't particularly like the person that got it, they're going to look at it and go, am I next? I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm gone. You know, and that fear is going to outweigh mm-hmm. the loyalty. And I remember Tom back in season two. Yes. I was going to say the, the same thing. Yeah. The, the silence. The is fear the is his mark. Yeah. Yeah, the silence is his mark. The fear is like it, you don't even need to know because that that fear and the silence that creates mm-hmm. uh, it's his mark. You can tell where he's been by that. Yep. Uh, I wonder. Do do you think that we are? Are you now convinced that Katerina is alive? I've been convinced Katerina is alive for a long time. <laughs> okay. Are you also? Where are you now standing? And Red is her father or not? I I still flip back and forth. I mean, I if they did if they did it well, he could just have loved Katerina and loved Liz as his own, and I'd be totally okay with it. Oh, father doesn't mean biological. Oh, oh, you're just talking about in general? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that he treats her like a daughter. I think that to him, she is his daughter, whether it's biological or not. And that that's what, when I say, is he her father or not, I'm talking about biological. No, I think oh. that, I think that he is a father figure and or biological father, what have you. I think he sees her as a daughter. Yeah, yeah I see both. I see, I see that he is his daughter. I also think that he's she's his biological daughter mm-hmm. because I think that although he has been Raymond Reddington, that, that he has been Raymond Reddington for a long time, even if Reddington is not his name. And we got in the in the scene where he is about to be killed, the reason for his taking another name. His father cast him away. I, I think, let, let's talk about what they, they had this promo. Of course, it's a promo, so <laughs> not, a, not a grain of salt. Just take like a mountain and put it on top of it. Um, <laughs> She said to him that he know she knows his real identity. Do you think that is I, I she's think, going to know and that we know that we will know? I think that I don't trust promos. I think that they're fascinating. I love studying them. Um, I took some screenshots of what we see, and I think that they're absolutely fascinating. I also think that they are created to trick us, and that if you if you take them as God's own truth, then you are fooling yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that 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 may be how the season ends. I know who you really are. And that means that Liz will be ahead of us for a chance, for a change, because usually it's the audience who's ahead of Liz. It would be interesting for the final season that Liz knows more than the audience. Um, 
she does have a bit of things, if you really think about it, to find out who he is. <clears throat> she knows his mother was Russian or of Russian origin because of the food she cooked. She also knows that his father kicked him out of the house. Um, and I guess if you start, if you were a wrestler, wrestler would probably start finding out things by starting to look at all the people with, with um, a, a mother of Russian or Russian origin and who was a missing teenager. Has a missing teenager son. And I bet that he would find them. Yeah, but that would require Liz and Wrestler to get back on the same page. Mm -hmm. Which and, they may and, do and in the next off. couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. which I, I hope that they do. I mean, I would much rather see them go with this as a team than separately. I mean, I, I understand and I am not worried over the fact that he's been going at it alone at this point. But I do feel like she yeah, has to get wrapped right. in very quickly. Hmm? I mean, she doesn't own. Russell is a, first of all is an FBI agent. He's the agent assigned to to Reddington. And at this point, I think that if anybody has an absolute right to want to know who the heck is Red, what was the deal with Katerina Rostova, and who was framed or not, is is wrestler. I, you know, I'm like, who is Liz to tell him to drop it? Yeah. No, I mean, I don't blame him for doing it at all. And just the fact that they keep people keep dropping like flies around the secret. He doesn't want to be next. He doesn't want anybody on his team to be next. I mean. <coughs> well, um, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I mean, it's, it seems like the, I'm looking forward to the next uh, two episodes. Um, that is going to be very fun. I, you know, for, for those who believe in the Carlarina Theater, uh, we got a lot of little things um, among all this. There was so much plaid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, plaid. I mean, I knew the kid was not dead. Um, even before they, they shot him, I, there was plaid in there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're in it. I was like, oh, I know. You guys are all on it. I knew it, like... So it it does serve, but at some point I imagine that I would be the uh, the 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 mouse with which the cat plays. So I guess that <laughs> just because it hasn't been my turn, it will be my turn eventually. So this is this was a, a good episode. I liked yeah. it. No, I I definitely definitely compared to last week's, um, and I I think that a lot of it's just you know. I felt kind of bummed that we didn't get, you know, that the, the third estate was not as big as we thought it was going to be, if that makes sense. Like, it, it was not, it was a red herring. Yeah. Um, dress red herring. Uh, what do you think will be the, the what are... Who is behind McMahon in this? Do you think that this is again, again about to bring the United States back into the Cold War with Russia? I think that the cabal is, is you know, the ones pulling the strings. What that means, I mean, my guess would be that there, was it 
2015 was when that was supposed to roll out. 17. 17. I think they're just behind the eight ball on this one. And so they're trying to catch up with themselves and push things into into motion that that got frozen up when Mm -hmm. uh, when Peter died. Yeah. And they got debilitated because they read exposed. Yep, I think so. So looking forward to the next two episodes. Yep. All right. And so you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And you can talk to us on those. Um, I, I think you can leave messages, at least on YouTube and, and uh, SoundCloud. But you can also catch up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Tumblr. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.